Without knowing why, Shilin was suddenly filled with courage again. After Lang Chen Cho had left, Shilin's steps had been hesitant, his shoulders slumped. But this courage came from nowhere, and who knew where it would be directed to? All that was known was that it had made him stand tall once more. He stood unmoving, and Shi Qingxuan approached, giving him a small pat on the back. What a guy, your highness. I don't know how you managed to befriend him, but you're very lucky. This was the first time that Shilian had heard someone tell him that he was lucky. He glanced at Shi Qingxuan and smiled. Really? Maybe. I think so too. Behind them, Feng Xin continued to wipe at his face. When the two turned their heads around, they saw his face covered in white strands, miserable and unkempt, and laughed. Sorry about that, Shilian said. That counted as an apology on Hua Chang's behalf. Feng Xin finally picked off all the white strands from his face. I'm not as skilled, so I can't say anything. The three of them then conducted a final search of all the caves, double-checking to make sure that there were indeed no more humans or anything else left behind, before riding a draft of wind back to the heavenly court. Once they had passed the gates, they saw that the streets were filled with crowds of junior officials from the middle court, moving about, checking every nook and cranny of every palace, as if they were about to face a grave enemy. When they finally arrived at the great martial hall, the audience chamber was already filled with heavenly officials of the upper court, and even from afar, they could hear them arguing. The first thing they heard was, Hua Chang dares to accuse the upper court heavens of sending a spy. How ludicrous! Why would the heavens need to send a spy? Shilian and Shiqing Xuan lightly cleared their throats when they heard. Sending a spy was most likely the truth. Nothing had been settled yet, and the officials already couldn't wait to start blabbering. If the incident was indeed true, then wouldn't it be a slap in their own faces? The three entered the hall with Shiqing Xuan in the lead. When the crowd saw him, they greeted, The Lord Windmaster has returned. Thanks for all your hard work. But all eyes were on Shilian. They were about to press for more, but saw emerging from behind a Feng Xin that looked like he had crawled out of a bloody pond, his face dark. Everyone was frozen to their spot and immediately turned their eyes away. After all, no one wanted to be cursed at loudly in the Great Hall. Only Mu Qing, who not only didn't care to avoid him, even purposely stared, held his gaze, his intent more than obvious. Shilian raised his gaze and saw Jun Wu was seated above in his throne, a hand supporting his head, fingers pressed against his temple, his eyes closed, looking exhausted. Shilian could understand exactly how he felt. In the past, there might not even have been conferences and meetings of this sort for months. But with all the incidents that had happened recently, the Great Martial Hall was filled to the brim time and time again 
It was as if there was a situation happening every day and they had to convene twice a day. If Sherlian was in his shoes, he'd be tired too. Besides, there were many that wanted to have their voices heard, despite being nothing but noise. One of the officials exclaimed, He came and went as he willed, scary to think that he was able to connect the Palace of Shanla to somewhere else. Now that he can easily kidnap His Highness, who offended him, who knows if he'll just kidnap any other heavenly officials. We can't possibly let this go. We need to stop him right now. If this was the mortal realm, this would be akin to a rebel digging a tunnel beneath the royal palace and sneaking about freely. Of course, people were restless. No wonder the middle court officials were busy searching and safeguarding the grounds. Mu Cheng, on the other hand, had something else in mind. Hua Chang has so many devotees and lords over the ghost city. Something minuscule, like burning the Paradise Manor, is nothing to him. He might not have broken into the heavens just because His Highness offended him. Shi Qing Xuan immediately countered. General Xuan Jin, you're mistaken. Everyone heard Hua Chang admitted himself. Speaking of, which general is responsible for security this month? That the palace of Shanla had a spell cast upon it to be connected elsewhere without that general even noticing. Isn't that a neglect of duty? Pei Ming had been standing quietly on the side with his arms crossed. When he heard Shi Qingxuan, he spoke up. Me. Shi Qingxuan had accidentally remembered wrong and thought that it was Mu Qing who was on duty. But he'd ended up calling out Pei Ming. And now things got somewhat awkward. However, Pei Ming didn't push off the blame. I'm on duty this month. This is my oversight. The heavenly official, who was in good terms with him, immediately tried to help him out. If you ask me, we should just look at these matters one at a time. Let's first clear up the issue about the bloodshed at the Gilded Banquet. Just then, Ling Wen, who was positioned next to the throne, suddenly spoke up. We have news of His Highness Tai Hua. Jin Wu finally opened his eyes. What did he say? Ling Wen was quiet for a moment, then she replied. He said that the Gilded Banquet Massacre had an inside story. He will solve the conflict with His Highness himself and that there is no need for anyone else to interfere. Also, that His Highness's request for banishment must not go through. Those are the two things. What inside story? Mu Cheng frowned. He didn't say more, that's all, Ling Wen replied. To think that they would see a battle erupt and a hammer coming down heavily, only to land lightly like a feather. The heavenly officials couldn't help but feel rather disappointed. Lang Chen Cho was the victim, and the victim was no longer accusing the culprit. So what fun was there to watch? Besides, Lang Chen Cho wasn't telling, and Shirlian didn't look like he was going to say anything either. So there was nothing more to chew on in this matter. Following Ling Wen's report, Jun Wu appointed Feng Xin and Mu Qing to aid Pei Ming 
in strengthening security and settled a few other matters before waving his hand and dismissing everyone. Shailen stayed behind and he could hear the faint conversations passing by. I knew it. Whenever he stirs up anything, Jinwoo would say he'd interrogate him. But in the end, nothing would come of it. We've been blind. He's actually someone significant. We've got to watch what we say from now on. After everyone had left, Shailen approached the throne and bowed. I've caused my lord problems. This doesn't count as a problem. The real problem was you stubbornly proclaiming yourself the only responsible person for the Gilded Banquet Massacre. Shailen was silent, but in the end still gave an account of the whole story. After listening to the story, Junwoo commented, Shanna, in this matter, you really worked hard for nothing and pleased no one. Shailen lowered his head. I know. Never mind. You're always like this, Junwoo said. Taihua has now changed focus to pursue the green ghost. Once he's done so, he will certainly come back for you. Have you thought about how you'll face him? Not yet, but let's think about something else that's more immediate, Shenin replied. Junwu chuckled. Like what? Is there anything interesting that can amuse me? Was it you who sent the Earth Master to the ghost city as a spy? Shenin asked. Yes, Jinwu answered leisurely. Why? Shailen asked. Jinwu answered slowly, because it was Hua Chang who planted a spy in the heavens first. Shailen was taken aback. Jinwu stood up. These past years, news reached Hua Chang's ears too fast. Some things he shouldn't have known, he knew too well. As for what can be done and what can't be done, where the bottom line is and how to cross said line, he is overly perceptive and precise. That he could connect directly to your palace of Shanla only proves that he indeed has a spy here in the heavens. Otherwise, it couldn't have been done. To be honest, Shailen had noticed this too. Hua Chang really knew way too much, and so to have Jin Wu say it out loud, it wasn't difficult to believe. Does my lord have any evidence? Shailen inquired. Jin Wu shook his head slowly. It's because there was no proof, but things were still suspicious that I sent Ming Yi to the ghost realm. Who knew that Ming Yi would fall into his hands before the spy was even found? Although you saved him from Hua Chang's grasp, now it will be even more difficult to find the spy. Is it the upper court or the middle court that's the problem? Shilian asked. It's hard to say. Jun Wu said. Besides you, it could be anyone. Perhaps there's only one more. Perhaps more. No wonder Jin Wu didn't appoint anyone else to investigate Ming Yi's disappearance. If it could be anyone besides him, Shilin couldn't help but think. So even the Windmaster, Chen Cho, Feng Xin, everyone could be a possible agent. Just then, Jun Wu spoke. Shan Le, I know how you think highly of Hua Chang right now. You understand your own position, and others shouldn't comment on the friends you make. However, when necessary, be wary of Hua Chang. Don't give anything away. 
Hearing this, Shailian schooled his thoughts. Chinuyu continued, To become a supreme, one must have experienced an unimaginable suffering and pain. One either ascends from such calamities or is doomed to the depths of hell, never to return. The two supreme ghost kings that emerged from Mount Tonglu, Blackwater and Hua Chang are both far more terrifying than you think. Shilin lowered his head, neither agreeing nor disagreeing. Junwu said, I don't know what his objectives or directives are, but he knows the motives and movements of the heavens. That in itself is a problem. When he heard the word problem, Shilin raised his head and blurted out, Sanlang, he. Seeing that Junwu turned his head, Shilin paused, then corrected himself. Hua Chang shouldn't do anything overly malicious. If my lord thinks about it, with his strength, should he have wanted to cause havoc and raise hell, he would have done so already. If he didn't before, then without real reason, he wouldn't in the future. I should hope so, Jun Wu said, but you know that I cannot be too careful. After leaving the Great Marshal Hall, Shilin paced slowly down the streets of the heavenly court. When he passed by the palace of Shanla, he stopped in his step and looked it over. This was a palace gifted to him by Jun Wu, glamorous and new, but at the same time foreign. The large crimson red doors were shiny and bright, but it was already full of nailed on talismans and charms, forming a giant X, alarming anyone who should see it. When Shiching Xuan exited the Great Martial Hall, he had told Shilian that his palace was currently sealed shut since it was connected to elsewhere. So Shilian was welcome to rest in Shiching Xuan's palace instead. However, after staring at this palace of Shanle for a while, Shilian suddenly turned around. He didn't go to the palace of the Wind Master either. He stopped caring for what he was originally going to do and instead headed straight to the ascension gates and jumped. Passing through the sea of clouds, his point of landing was Mount Tesa. Upon the summit of this Mount Tesa used to sit the cultivation center of the ancient kingdom of Shanle, the Royal Holy Pavilion. The Royal Holy Pavilion was an impressively expansive cultivation center. Its training grounds and temples covered the entirety of Mount Tesa worshipping in numerous gods and immortals alike, scintillating and glorious. The main god worshipped was the martial heavenly emperor, and his golden temple was on the highest peak of the mountain. The crown prince temple that once stood on the second highest peak also used to be magnificent and grand. 800 years ago, the flaming red maples that covered Mount Tessa were famous and within the crimson maples were endless crowds of devotees. However, when the kingdom of Shanla fell, the crowds of devotees became crowds of angry mobs, scaling the mountain to set ablaze the crown prince temple. However, they ended up setting fire to the entirety of Mount Taesung, burning it down to nothing but blackened earth and ashes. The burnt earth akin to ground seeded with the dead, seemed to become even more fertile. Afterwards, 
new seeds were planted upon the burnt earth and new trees emerged. A few hundred years later, the mountain was fresh and covered once more, but the red leaves were no longer and the scenery was very different from 800 years ago. When hiking the mountain in the past, there used to be a wide, paved, green path. On the path, one could often see a pilgrim or a young trainee hauling firewood or water. Now this path was long gone. Rocks and debris, withered branches and sticks had covered its tracks, burying it deep underground. As Sherlin climbed, he used only the strength of his legs, and when he ran into thorns or bushes, he'd take Fangxin and cut them down. When he reached halfway up the mountain, Shilin felt fatigued and leaned against a dead tree, ready to rest. Suddenly, the black shadow of an object came crashing down from above the branches, making weird crackling sounds as it came rushing toward him. Mm-hmm.